All right, without further ado. Chris Ann Hall received her bachelor's degree in biochemistry from Blackburn College. And her Juris Doctor from the University of Florida. She served in the U.S. Army as a military intelligence cryptologic linguist. She was a prosecutor for the state of Florida for nearly a decade. Chrisanne also worked with a prominent national First Amendment law firm where she traveled the country defending Americans whose rights were violated by unlawful arrests and prosecutions. She has written six books on American history and the U.S. Constitution. Chrisanne is a regular consultant on numerous radio, podcasts, and television programs. Without further ado, Chrisanne Hall! Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Little bit of housekeeping. Please don't forget to hit that thumbs up on your way in you know that you're going to want to hit them. So don't forget to hit those thumbs up on the way in. Help us beat the sensors and go ahead, just share right now. That way you, the people who follow you will be able to watch the show first off right now. So you help us out a lot when you, when you hit the thumbs up and you share because that's sort of, it tends to beat the algorithms, right? At least that's what they tell us anyway. We know there's more of you out there listening and watching than what the, uh, you know, with the social media reports, because you can't have, you know, over 100 people in the chat room and, we, and, you know, only 80 people watching. So that just doesn't work that way. Welcome, JC. Thank you. <laughs> JC's covering up our flowers today. We are live and in studio on this wonderful Thursday. We also have an event coming up this Friday, or I'm sorry, this Saturday in Gulf Breeze, Florida. So if you live in the that'd be panhandle, right? In the very end of the panhandle. If you live in the end of the panhandle, Gulf Breeze, Florida, then we hope to see you. The event starts at 5 p.m. Go to chrisannhall.com and check out the details. On chrisannhall.com, you not only get the details about the information, you can click and get a map and find out how to get there, but we want to see everybody in the panhandle there. We are going to be teaching some amazing solutions. Not, you know, we're not the naysayer crowd. We are the do-sayer crowd. We are not just hearers. We are also doers. And so that's what we're going to be teaching the solutions for the day. That is Saturday in Gulf Breeze, Florida at 5 p.m. That'd be central time. Mm -hmm. 5 p.m. central time. So even if you don't live in Gulf Breeze, Florida, you guys are on social media. You've got to be connected to somebody who is. Go ahead and share that information so we can 
get to uh, get as many people out there as possible. It's so, basically Pensacola. Pensacola, yeah. But it's like Gulf Breeze is that little island. Uh, it's yeah, I mean it's <laughs> suburb basically. Yeah, but it's it's like on a little. It's not actually an island. It's like a little thing that sticks off. No, I think it's an island. I is it? Maybe oh, I don't know. I don't know. I it's Pensacola. Yeah. So anyway, 5 p.m. Central Time this Saturday, teaching you the solutions on how to move forward from here. So please share, share, share that information. Again, go to the calendar at chrisannhall.com. You can see where we're going to be in the future because we are all over the place. So March, we are told, is the uh, Women's Appreciation Month. And what we want to do is highlight some very important women in history, thanks to our assistant, Sunny, for this great graphic design. Today, we're going to be talking about Molly Pitcher. So Molly Pitcher was born Mary Ludwig Hayes. Molly Pitcher is a nickname because Molly's husband worked, uh, served on the front line as a bombardier. A bombardier is the guy who rams the cannon, the ramming rod with the cannon loads the cannon. That's what they called the bombardier back then. And she didn't sit at home. She actually worked the front line with him, but she would bring buckets and pitchers of water to the men on the front line because I don't know. It's, it's not unreasonable to believe that that cannon got pretty hot on the front line, right? Probably. And it's June and July, and it's got to be hot. So there were people actually falling out for dehydration. So Molly was working, or Mary was working the front line, and the men would see her coming. They'd be so overjoyed that she was coming. And they would shout out, hey, here comes Molly as a general term for a woman, you don't know, here comes Molly uh, who, uh, with her pitcher of water. And that's how she got the name Mary, uh, Molly Pitcher. And so she also nursed soldiers. She was carrying them to safety. And one day her husband fell in battle. She didn't pause. She didn't hesitate. She picked up the rammer staff and manned the cannon the rest of the day. In spite of what your gender studies class might be teaching you, in spite of what the women's studies class might be teaching you, Molly Pitcher was actually recognized for her service in battle, and George Washington appointed her as a non-commissioned officer. I don't have a women's study class, just for the record. You don't? I don't. So oh. I have no well, they idea. do in the colleges. Gotcha. Which are colleges. Is that a better? Which are public colleges. I mean, I've had people contact me who go to the public universities and talk, you know, say, can you, you will never believe. They always start off this way, JC. You'll never believe what I heard in my study. You know, mm. they're always telling that you will never believe what they're teaching in the colleges. <laughs> so um, that's, you know, those of you who have gender study classes or have had your classes, <laughs> you will have heard this in your gender studies class or in your woman's studies class, in spite of what they're teaching in those classes. We had many, many women who were heroes. As a matter of fact, there's a poem. I'm not a poem, but a history that behind that said a cannon 
shot from the enemy passed right between Mary's legs while she was manning the cannon, doing no other damage than to carry away the lower part of her petticoat. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I, I do have to say that it might be a little frightening to be standing there and have a cannon blasted between your legs. She might end up on one of those YouTube shooting fail videos. <laughs> if they'd had YouTube back then, right? <laughs> but there is your, your woman worthy of recognition for today as there as those in America are fake feminists are lifting up other women. Did you did you say she was manning the cannon? She was oh she was womaning the cannon. Yeah. <laughs> A woman. A woman. <laughs> she was womaning the cannon. And uh, yeah, good call there, JC. I uh, actually was Eric. Oh, was it? Chat room. <laughs> Womaning. Thank you, Eric, for pointing that out. We got a sharp group with us all the time. Never give me any kind of slack. If I don't have JC passing me notes over here, I got you guys over there pointing out what's going on. But this is really, I, I appreciate you guys keeping well, us on the. On the can, can I get a A woman? A woman. Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh, here's the next story of the day, because we're going to bring you the stuff that nobody else wants to bring you. I have great news, JC. So you're gonna not gonna believe this. Maybe, maybe you will. But the postal service has in conducted an investigation of the Pennsylvania postal workers and have found, you guessed it, there was no mail-in voter fraud. They investigated themselves and yes. found themselves not guilty. Yes. An investigation by the That's U.S. Great. Postal Service. Of the U.S. Postal yes, Service. Of the U.S. Postal Service found that there was no truth to the allegations of voter fraud through the mail-in ballots. Hmm. Oh, this is this is where we have to do this, this, this thing, right? There we go. Wrong one. service investigates itself and discovers there was no misconduct. I have a migraine and smiling makes it hurt worse. So <laughs> I'm going to look grumpy today. Well, JC, you should have just opted out. We could have. No, no, I'm good. Ran solo. No, no I'm good. <laughs> look at this. This is the sacrifice that JC does for you and for the country. He sits before you with a migraine. I'm way too eerie, happy for you today. Eerie Pennsylvania. Way too happy. Yep. Hatching a sinister plot. Hatching a sinister plot. Are they using those words because it's eerie Pennsylvania? Oh, no. They're trying to be cheeky. Oh, no. Cheeky. Cheeky. But it was the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, so good. So a I, federal I feel... government investigator yeah. investigates the federal NGO. Well, I feel better. I feel better too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, so there you go. Thank you postal service. You're all nuts for thinking there was voter fraud. Cause the U S postal service says, no, we didn't do anything wrong. 
You know what's crazy, JC, is those of you who've had the um, the study, the history study at libertyfirstuniversity.com, which you can now get at no cost, the genealogy of the Constitution. If you go to uh, libertyfirstuniversity.com, that's our preview course, right? You get to Indeed. watch it and see how it works. Uh, you can go and watch that if you haven't already. And in that, we, we discover that in 1100, a king conducted an investigation of himself. of himself, whether he murdered his brother or not. And the subjects didn't buy it. And the subjects in 1100 did not buy when the king investigated himself. So you're saying subjects under a king almost a thousand years ago were smarter than smarter, residents smarter, in America? Yeah, so uh, smarter than Less Slate. Less gullible. Smarter than the, the readers yes. of Slate. Yeah. How's that? Because I have this little app called... That's a low bar. Yeah. <laughs> I have this little app called um, uh, Flip It, Flipboard. So mm. I go through and run through the news stories. I hate that thing. And I kind of like it, it, you know, whatever. But anyway, it always labels liberal view, conservative view. Really? You know, yeah, it does. Liberal view. Wow. And Slate always comes up under the liberal view. Of course. So according to Flipboard... Subjects of England in 1100 are smarter than the liberal view. Nice. And they had no CNN, no MSNBC, no Slate.com. And they already knew that when the government investigates itself. It's balderdash. It's balderdash. By the way, they were, they were ready to, to revolt. Mm-hmm. But the king then appeased the people as they usually were able to do with some free stuff. And this king actually appeased the people by simply saying, um, uh, I promise you we won't be evil anymore. So we're not going to be evil anymore. And I'm going to make you a promise in writing that the government will never be evil again. Hmm. And that lasted, you know, less than 100 years. But go watch the go to libertyfirstuniversity.com and watch this the this the lesson on the history of the constitution so you can see so much more than that, right? I love can I just say that I I I enjoy when um Rand Paul gets in a in his rant mode. Oh yeah. I really do. And I don't I don't I'm not a hundred percent Rand Paul sycophant, you know. I I've had my differences against him, but this is amazing because Rand Paul is, he's not terrible. No, he's not terrible. Uh, I think that, uh, um, yeah, not terrible. I think he's above not terrible. Well, good. Yeah. He's above like not him. terrible. So anyway, uh, Rand Paul, who by the way is a doctor, mm -hmm. right? And publicly comes out, and calls out Dr. Fauci Gar Garden Gnome, as our pastor calls him, Dr. Fauci Garden Gnome, uh, which he is a doctor P A he is a doctor PhD, not a doctor MD. Fauci. Fauci. Mm -hmm. Fauci is a doctor PhD. He is not a doctor MD. And Rand Paul is a doctor DMV. Uh, no, that's veterinary medicine. Uh, doctor. Ophthalmologist. Uh, yeah, ophthalmology. Right. So I was thinking he was a dentist, but he's an ophthalmologist, no, right? Ophthalmologist. So 
They call him Dr. Fauci in the mainstream media because they want you to think that he's actually a doctor, but he's only a PhD. He's no more of a doctor. Uh, I'm no more. He's no more of a doctor than I am. Mm. Right. Because technically I have a PhD in the law. You call me Dr. Hall. And so he has a PhD in, I think, immuni immunology, immunology. Did you look? Uh, I don't yeah, know. There it is. Immunology. Okay. So he has a PhD in immunology. He is not a virologist, by the way. Neither is he an epidemiologist, but he claims to be an expert on those things when he's not had that specific education. But anyway, Rand Paul says that Fauci is nothing more than theater. So let me read this to you from CNBC. White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci pushed back on Thursday against Republican Senator Rand Paul. Now, what's interesting, JC, they want to call Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci. I but why he, won't I, they call I believe he has an MD from Cornell. Oh, does he? Yeah. From 1966. Oh, Internal okay. medicine. Internal medicine. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, so he is so, an so MD doctor. So in, in fact, he has he does not have a specialty in immunology or anything related to what he's doing. That's I knew that was. I think that's what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's, so, he's not trained in the field that he is supposedly the. That's right. Ultimate expert on. He is not trained as an immunologist, a virologist, or an epidemiologist. Correct. His MD is in internal medicine. Right, because people dismiss Rand Paul. Well, you're an ophthalmologist. Right. right. You're not, like he's not a real doctor. You don't have a right. specialty in this thing. Right. Uh, neither does Fauci. Neither does Fauci. That's right. That's right. Right. So that's, that's the, so apparently, what do they call that? Inter, in, internal that, medicine? Intern, intern, whatever. Yeah, but internal medicine. So that's, that's the whole thing. He, yeah, that's, he's held up guys. as an expert in, this field. He could tell us all about viruses and blah, blah, right. blah. And he's, he doesn't, he's not trained in that mm -mm. at all. No. So you could accurately say fact checkers that he has no more education in immunology, virology, or epidemiology than Rand Paul. No. And then you look at, but you look at Rand Paul's personal experience. I would suggest Rand Paul has more personal medical experience that, that makes him more qualified mm -hmm. uh, than Fauci. Yeah, they'll say, well, Fauci was the director of the agency who does research yeah. on epidemiology. Right. I mean, I'm not saying. Or, or immunology. Right. Right. I, I, that, and, and he oversees stuff. Yeah. That doesn't give you an expertise in those things. That gives right. the people under you the expertise. In I that. mean, yeah. Rand Paul's literally, you know, overseen surgeries and. Yeah done surgeries, free, free surgeries, third world countries, eye surgeries, stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I, I think Rand Paul's more of a doctor than, than this guy. Right. Right. And certainly not again, what they hold him up as an expert in this area that he's now speaking to everybody authoritatively all over the planet yeah. about these things. And it's like, that's, that's not your background. Right. Right. So it's just, the more you find out about all this stuff, the more absurd it is, well, the, the, the more of a con job con you realize 
that yeah. they 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 pulled the wool over the eyes of the entire freaking planet. So listen, and, and Rand Paul is is in his rant mode and he's calling them out, right? After a fire in a fire exchange during a Senate hearing examining the nation's coronavirus response efforts. And, and I, oh, I wanted to say this. This is what I was getting at. I, I forgot. They call him Dr. Anthony Fauci, right? But they don't call him Dr. Rand Paul. Right. They won't let you know that Rand Paul is actually a doctor. Correct. Which is part of the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. So in a fire exchange during a Senate hearing examining the nation's coronavirus response efforts, Paul told Fauci that Americans shouldn't have to wear masks after getting vaccinated because there's virtually 0% chance they're going to get COVID-19. He says, isn't it just theater? He says, you've been vaccinated to, to Fauci. So this is Rand Paul talking to Fauci. You've been vaccinated and you parade around in two masks for show. You can't get it again. There is virtually 0% chance you're going to get it. And you're telling people that they have had the vaccination who have immunity. You're defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear masks who have been vaccinated. And... Fauci, the best thing that he can come up with is, oh, here we go again with the theater. Right. So if Fauci's been vaccinated, why is he running around with two masks on? Because it's all a scam. It's all a scam. Not to mention the reports of how many people are dying after having this vaccination. So this article, I, I, I wanted to show because this goes in line with what we've been talking about, this division. And this is from Vanity Fair. Not like this is much different than Slate. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, what is that? The uh, Sun Tzu art of war, know your enemy as yourself uh, kind of thing. You've got to know the propaganda that they're spreading out there. So this has to do with January 6th. A private jet of rich Trumpers wanted to, quote, stop the steal, but they don't want you to read this, right? Watch, this is Abigail Tracy. You should look her up. Abigail Tracy. So this is a, and this is how they, they portray them, right? <laughs> Isn't this great? This is. Yeah, this is like the aristocracy kind of thing. Now, at 12.11 p.m. on January 5th, an eight-seat Bombardier Challenger 300 jet took off from Memphis International Airport. A little over an hour and a half and one time zone later, it touched down at Dulles, just outside of Washington, D.C. Look at this. The following day, a seditious horde... <laughs> of Donald Trump supporters, unapologetically encouraged by him, mounted an insurrection to stop the certification of Joe Biden's Electoral College victory. Now watch the quote, because this is typical, right? Yeah. After this, this is allegedly the quote from Donald Trump. After this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you, the 45 
the 45th president told attendees of the Stop the Steal rally. Yeah, they, they never give the full quote. Which no. you, you saw that in the impeachment hearings. Yeah. Where he, where he said peacefully and all those and, sorts and of things. And encourage those. We're yeah. going to peacefully go down there. Not and, and what was crazy is to encourage those that are going to do the right thing. Yeah. He didn't say we're going to go down there and beat the people who don't do the right thing. All right. Stop the election. We are not there to stop the election. We are there to encourage those to do, do this, the right thing to do this. Now, this is the part that was just incredibly offensive. As the dust settled in the capital city, the aperture of the moment largely focused on the most violent with the, the ones with zip ties and stun guns, and the most outrageous, the shirtless QAnon shaman. And while lawmakers reckoned with what would come next, would Vice President Mike Pence invoke the 25th Amendment? Would the inauguration bring more violence? A murmur began to bubble among Memphis's lily white country club elite. Mm -hmm. Are you freaking kidding me? Lily White Country Club Elite. What is this lady's name? This lady's name is Abigail Tracy. Mm -hmm. Abigail Tracy. Let's see if we can. She get looks kind of Lily White in the picture. Oh, wow. Good job. Kudos to the artist. Does she, she really look like that? No, she doesn't. She is bulldog <laughs> ugly. So this is let's let's go ahead and pull it up here and I'll show you guys. Uh, what's her name again? Abigail. Oh, maybe this is a different picture I'm looking at. OK. Yeah. Oh, so maybe okay. she looks. All right. Like so we won't do that. <laughs> this is somebody else yeah. in her story. OK. Senior news producer for Forbes. This and this this is crazy. So this is always what you get. And Forbes. a national political reporter for the hive. Yeah. So people have some notion or have had some notion for, for a time that Forbes is somehow conservative, moderately conservative. Yeah, like it's the financial guys, so they yeah. got to be conservative. And I'm there are like, so many rabid really leftist hacks that work for Forbes, and they were part of the never Trump, pro Hillary, you know, pro Biden crowd. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Graduate, graduated Northwestern. Okay, let's let, let me. I'm gonna go ahead and pull this up anyway. Abigail White. No. Oh, Tracy. Tra Abigail, what is it? Tracy. <laughs> I got white on the brain. T R A C Y. There we go. And I'm gonna show you this because talk and and this is this is really. Oh, I hate these stinking ad people. <sighs> I, they must do this on purpose just to be obnoxious to people who don't want to, who want to, you know, use the news. Here she is. Blonde haired, Lily White. Can you click it and make that bigger? Probably not, huh? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, so. And she graduated from where? Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah, so she's not poor. Right. She's not 
living in poverty. She doesn't live in the hood. She probably didn't even come from the hood. Mm -mm. And she's going to make comments about these lily white people who are Trump supporters. Yep. Country so plenty of racism, elite. plenty of uh, classism. Classism. So this it's elitism. It's it's funny. This is supposed to be uh yeah, Vanity Fair. She's worked for many mm -hmm. many places. Um but she was senior a senior contributor at Forbes. Mm -hmm. Now Vanity Fair in the hive. But all the stuff that they're supposedly taught in college that's evil. And and her article's jam-packed with it. It's just the right targets. Like it's mm -hmm. okay. It's so it's okay to hate people because of their economic status. Right. As long as they're rich. Mm -hmm. It's okay to hate people based on the color of their skin as long as they're white. Mm-hmm. So she's got plenty of racism and every everything in there that you know you're not supposed to do according to the left. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you can do it as long as long as you target the right people. Right, exactly. The ones you're allowed to hate. The portion of humanity you're allowed to denigrate. So, and she's very lily white. Yeah. I, well, I just put her picture up. And there. that's that's the that's the crazy stuff you know, how they brainwash the self-hatred in these people. Self-loathing. I'm supposed to walk around and hate myself. Yeah, so this is deranged. It, it, it's, it's a mental disorder. Yeah. It, this is a psychological disorder. It's something definitely very wrong with you if this is wh who you are and, and what you're about. Again, I, and, and you know, it's always... Don't, you know, he who mentions Hitler first loses the argument or whatever, that kind of thing to, to keep, which the whole point of that is to keep you from drawing parallels, right? Right. It's to, to bully you off of it. Right. But, you know, same, same thing we've mentioned before. You, you got the short, brown haired, right. brown eyed Austrian saying that the perfect, you know, the perfect race is tall, blonde haired, blue eyed, mm -hmm. light skinned, whatever he's. I mean, so it, it's bonkers. It's, right. and it's so same, same thing to mm -hmm. me. Here's this blonde haired, blue eyed, lily white chick saying that people who look like her are evil, mocking people right. who look like her, people that have money. She undoubtedly, she's not poor. Like you said, obviously right. she's obviously not poor. So it's, it's a, I think we have discovered any, it's any, kind of big argument in psychology. Yes, I think like, we have discovered uh, you can you can create a mental disorder. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Act, right. I mean, there's argument about what's physiological and whatever, but the education educational system produces mental mm -hmm. disorders. These people are deranged. Right. Absolutely deranged. But they're, it's not just simply their own derangement. No, and they'll they're, they're, they're breeding their derangement. No, they're and encouraging she's a, their derangement. And she's a person that would stand on the sidelines while you nailed, you know, you nail someone to a post and set them on fire. Yeah. And she would laugh mm -hmm. as long as they're the right people to do it to. Right, exactly. And they're, again, they're sick, evil, evil people. Yeah. Critical race theory and all that garbage. 
is evil. It's is neo-Nazism. Yes. Point of fact. Um, so that's who they are. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Be who you're going to be. The problem is that I don't want you spreading that to other people. And we have got to be more conscientious about how that is happening in America. We've got to be more conscientious in our homes, with our children, in the schools, and how the uh, American people take control of the information that comes into their lives so this stuff isn't spread and propagated through their neighborhoods, through their families, and through their homes. Can I make some in the chat? angry again sure go ahead now you're you you got a migraine today you're good at that anyway I'm, so. I'm not i mean i'm not trying to be insulting i'm trying to prick your conscience plant a seed of repentance if you have your child in public school you're a terrible parent <laughs> it's plain and simple this is they're being trained and there is no well my school good school uh no they all have the same no. textbooks no so the public education system from top to bottom is training your child to be a future genocidal sociopathic Nazi. Right. And if you have your child in that system and you are dumb enough to think, oh, well, not my school, not my child, you're a terrible parent. Bottom line. Let me show you. Let me show you something. This is our YouTube channel. So if you're not watching us on YouTube, and maybe you are watching us on YouTube, there are lots of people who watch us on YouTube don't even realize that there's a whole other channel where we have all this stuff. You need to go back and watch this episode right here. Tw uh, episode 1280, Government Propaganda. If you're listening... Uh, you need to go back through your podcasts and listen to episode 1280 because this is where we taught about how the education system is teaching this propaganda of how to isolate and eliminate voices and segments and, and, and segments of our population. And when we talk about things like this Abigail chick, I'm going to just use that because I know that would trigger her, right? The it's a great word. Abigail chick. Chick's a great word. Chick is a great word. Abigail Chick, uh, you you need to realize that this is all part of the plan. People are always running around talking about um, uh, Alinsky's rules for radicals, right? They don't realize that Alinsky didn't invent all this stuff. People come to me and say, oh, you, you read for the rules for radicals? I don't have to read the rules for radicals. I read the people that taught Alinsky. These are things that are just the studies of psychology and human nature. So this one right here, 1280 government propaganda. You need to make this, I'm going to sign this as homework to everybody listening today. 1280, go to the YouTube channel. You can also go to chrisannhall.com. I'll just show you quickly how that works too. So go to chrisannhall.com because do you know how many people, JC, who who are on Facebook, who are watching us. And I like, Chris Ann, do you have a website? Yes, we have a website, chrisannhall.com. If you know my name, you know where to find me. 
So look at this. We have everything here. Here's all our episodes. Plus, we have all the short clips. So we have a series where we do the main episodes. And then we pull short clips from there right here. Ten stages of genocide, more propaganda right there. There's your 13-minute short clip on there. Go to chrisannhall.com. The top uh, the top menu there is the latest in the Daily Journal. Here you get all our articles. So we have that right there. Going to move on to the next story because this is, I don't know why, I can't pull up the whole article, but I don't really need to because it's the headline that, that really kind <laughs> of gets me here. But I, I just, okay, so had, did you see this story, JC? The shooting one? Or, yeah, the or, shooting one. Yeah, I, and yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean to chuckle. It makes me shake my head. It, it's, okay. it's so ridiculous. So this is just one of those things that I want you to watch how this stuff is reported, by the way, because it's just rather amusing to me. It's, it's the subtlety of the spin that really kind of captures my attention, right? Yeah. So the sheriff's office, quote, and this is, uh, oh, I had the, the, the county. This is Alabama, uh, Cherokee County. Cherokee County Sheriff's Office regrets any heartache for a, quote, bad day comment. So let me, let me show you the bad day comment right here. Uh, oh, he said it was construed to be insensitive. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think this this article that I got was actually talking about it. But apparently what he said was, and I read it in a different article, but he said that the guy who did the shooting had a bad day and this is what happened. So it was at the end of his rope. Yeah, it was fed at the up end at of the end of his rope, rope. And had a bad day and this is what happened. And so now everybody's like, oh, that's so insensitive. But look at this. Remember, it's the subtleties. Spa killing. What is the kind of thing that you think of with a spa where the ladies are getting their hair done and having their toenails painted? And I made. believe it was massage. Yeah, right. But that's, that's what I'm talking about, the subtlety, spa killings. But when you get into it, what it really is, okay, can we just – Call it what it was. Uh, the Wall Street or the New York Times refers to it as a massage parlor. Okay. That is just a way to hide a brothel, right? So it's basically, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, it's These, the, the thing here that it's Asian massage parlor. Right. And then they run off on this tangent of ra racial motivate. Yeah. Okay. What are the odds of? It's an Asian massage parlor. Yeah. You think the victims might end up being Asian? Yeah. It, it's absurd. They make a point of, oh, it's racist because the victims were Asian. Six of the victims were Asian. Well, but now. Because it was an Asian freaking massage parlor. Right. What are they going to be, Italian? <laughs> well, the point is maybe he targeted the Asian because he didn't like Asians or something. Maybe he didn't like his But massage. it's not a spa, guys. Not a spa. It's a prostitution parlor. Right. I don't care what you call it, but these are the subtleties, right? Yeah. So you don't want you you don't want people to know what's happening. I'm not saying because it's a prostitution parlor, this is more justified. What I'm saying is these people are so pathophricking logical in media, they can't even call things what they really are. 
it's are you so I, I just are you so triggered now we can't even no you can't call just prostitutes you, prostitutes you i can't thought it was supposed to be legal to be prostitution they're the ones that want prostitutes to be licensed by the government and have health care and all this other stuff right but you can't distract from the racial narrative no no right you don't want to have any there can't be parallel you know tangents like we don't want to get you distracted this is possibly asian asian targeting no it's even it gets even crazier because what i have here is and i'm trying to find it because i apparently didn't pull it up um but now they've found that like a year ago this sheriff posted on Facebook a picture of somebody wearing a t-shirt about the China virus, right? So now they're bringing back, I got to find this for you because you guys are never going to believe this. Uh, Cherokee so he County <laughs> Sheriff. Oh my gosh. China. He's somehow head of the virus assassin's ring t-shirt. No, he's to he's, take out oh, Asian no, no, masseuse he, prostitutes. His un his lack of sensitivity. Yep. It, here's one BuzzFeed. Um posted a racist shirt yes. blaming China for yes. the pandemic. So what the what you're supposed to think <laughs> is that his insensitivity, quote unquote, by saying the shooter had a bad day is that he's actually condoning Am I racist? the shooting. Am I racist if I call this phone Chinese? Chinese phone? Yeah. It's a Chinese phone? Yeah. Is that racist? No, it came from China. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These guys are idiots. So you're supposed to believe that this sheriff hates Asian people and was insensitive to the shooting at the Asian prostitution parlor mm -hmm. because he hates Asians because he believed uh, the virus came from China. He believed he posted that the virus came from China. Here he said. So in a Facebook post from April 2020, Cherokee County Sheriff's Captain Jay Baker shared an image of a T-shirt based off the Corona beer label that said COVID-19 imported virus from China. There. China. There we go. There's the picture that he posted. <sighs> I want one. Yeah. Well, that's what he says. Get yours while they last. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you hate Chinese people. So because you believe that the virus came from China, I'm pretty sure that's fact by now. Is it not? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. My racial nar narrative tolerance is low today. That's because you have a migraine. No, nah, I don't think your so. tolerance for everything that is drastically true. decreases when you have a migraine. That may very well be true. So you may already have a tendency to have a lower tolerance today, but you know, right? This is this is so stupid. It is so stupid. But this is what's ruling oh, our these, media. Today. And these are the people that want to define who the proper journalists are. Yes. <laughs> and yes. this is supposed to be journalism. Remember. Remember Diane Feinstein, we've got to have our journalists with bona fide credentials, right? I need to put those in, in our little, we need to start building a little, a little 
library of videos like Diane Feinstein and stuff I can just click on to remind people of the idiocy of our Congress people. I, I don't want to see senators. I don't want to see Feinstein that regularly. Oh, I'll, I'll have migraines too often then. <laughs> well, here you go. Here's another shocking, surprising headline that should take us all with dismay. We're going to war with somebody else. We're going to Biden. Biden wants to go to war with North Korea. Shock and awe. We told you guys this before this. We said this on the air before we, he was ever elected. You know, just watch. Because the same thing would have happened if Hillary was elected, right? These guys are major war hawks. And so they started off. I don't know if you followed this relationship, the federal, the Biden administration with North Korea. Apparently, North Korea hates Biden, according to the media. Right. So when Biden. Became, so does Russia. Yeah. So when Biden became president, according to the media, Biden reached out with a dozen roses, chocolates and love to Kim Jong-un saying, hey, come on, let's have a chat. And Kim Jong-un uh, would not even return his calls. So uh, uh, Mr. Kim Jong-un snuffed Biden snub, snobbed, snubbed, snubbed. Thank you. Snub, snub, snuff would be like just like take, take him, him out, out right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> snub, which he may have. <laughs> he may have. No, that, I'm not convinced that guy's Biden. Yeah, yeah, snubbed Biden, and now Biden wants to go to war. Of course, because that's what's going to happen. But challenge him to a push-up contest? <laughs> not anymore. The man can barely walk. But. I how many is that? Is. We're going to go to war with Russia. We're going to go to war with China. That's brilliant. I mean, that's absolutely brilliant. Let's start the Cold War again. Let's stick our finger in Putin's eye. Let's yeah. turn around and go to war with China. And then while we're at it, we can kick Kim Jong-un in his huevos and wonder how well we end up when we have alienated. Oh, oh, JC. We have alienated the entire Eastern world, which wouldn't that be racist? Well, it's interesting. I mean, seriously, I, you want to blow everybody up? Isn't that also racist? It's interesting how, uh, you know, they made Trump out to be. <laughs> and he says, no, he wants to sniff him. <laughs> yeah. They made Trump out to be some crazed madman, you know, because he's, however, he was. Uh, relating to these these folks but yet he he was getting them in talks and you know seemingly making progress mm -hmm. and then biden just like he said just what a couple of days ago we're gonna make putin pay real soon mm -hmm. and then he's the same thing with with uh mm -hmm. kim jong-un it's like he's it doesn't seem and it doesn't even seem like a conversation to get them into talks or whatever. It's like straight threats. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to take you out. We're going to war with you. Just just straight up. There's mm -hmm. no there's nothing beside that. Like do this, do this, do this, or there'll be consequences or whatever. It's just we're going to take you out. We're going to go to war with you. The guy's deranged. Yeah. It's like the rest of his well, left. But house. the people that Biden has surrounded himself with seem to carry the same kind of Oh, they're all bought and character. paid for. No, they're all no, bought and paid for by Biden the military-industrial the complex. Yeah, but Biden, on the campaign trail, threatens to 
I'll take you out back and punch you. Right? Yeah, so there and you go. You He's have the defense secretary ready to fight tonight. Fight tonight. Well, ready to fight tonight. Yeah. I mean, seriously, what kind of crap is this? I don't know. They seem very just like a bunch of warmongers, always on a war footing. It just, it, it, oh, it, I just think back because their donors get paid, right? Yeah. But I just think back to the the way that Trump had this conversation because he, you know, he he had plenty of tough talk, but it was it was a different like the context was different. He he was sort of you saw him being the negotiator. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of leveraging what he was doing yeah. to push to make the deal to push the deal whereas these guys it's almost like they want they want to be as tough as republicans are like we don't want democrats we don't want democrats to look weak so we need we have to pretend to be tough guys too and then they just come off like unhinged like you're about to start a war you looney tune all right let me just let me just throw this out here okay can we just be crazy for just a second we have biden making deals with Iran right? who have actually committed terrorist attacks against us. Sure. We're making deals with them. And yet North Korea's never made a terrorist attack on us. And we want to fight with them tonight. I probably funded a few, but well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he wants to go to war with Russia. He wants to go to war with North Korea. You know, but maybe. cut a deal with Iran. Yeah, they're they're But, you know, and this is typical. This is the Obama foreign policy, which was a train wreck. It was all over the map. And so they're bringing that back. It, yeah. it, it It's really just helter skelter, unhinged. Yeah. It's just nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah. And now you've got uh, William Burns. Right. By the way, I think he's, and somebody mentioned Ukraine, I was just about to say, I think he, the, the uh, stance against Russia is because of him being in the pocket of the Ukraine. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, which, you, you know, you, for those who don't know, that Ukraine and Russia are um, kind of hardcore enemies over there, hate each other as far as the governments. So I think that's that's his, that's why he's trying to poke Putin. Putin immediately took the U.S. ambassador, called the U.S. ambassador home, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't I don't think that's a guy you're going to bully. You know what I mean? Right. And, and to to poke to try to poke Russia and provoke them yeah, see, into war with the United States is insane. I, I absolutely have to sort insane. Of, I, I, I don't know, maybe unjustifiably, but I always double check myself when it comes to to things that I say about Putin. And it's not it it. it and I do that because I think that I have, uh, because of my education, because of my, my understanding of the Russian culture, because of my understanding of Putin himself and his, his ideology and his culture, right? Which I believe, not to brag on me, but because I did the Russian studies, because I love studying culture, I have a professional admiration for Putin. And I don't know. I don't know if that sounds right. Not like I admire him because I want to be like him when I grow up, but I respect who he is and the stand that he takes for what he believes. Not that it's right or wrong. It's just that kind of thing. Do you, am I making sense? Just the 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 sort of steeliness yeah. of the yeah. guy. Like he he 
this is what he believes yeah. and he's not he's not like our politicians just all over the place and cutting a deal and whoever yeah. is the highest yeah. bidder kind of thing. Yeah. I mean Russians Russians in general the Russian culture is very nationalist. They yeah. they love love being Russian. They yeah. love Russia. They love the mother country. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he is totally yeah, just see, like Trump was America first. Like Trump was a nationalist in that gets sense. It. Salty yeah, gets it, right? exactly. Yeah. It's not wishy-washy, right, right. but it's just like Trump had that, you know, his message was this America first. Right. I don't think, I don't no, think he was as steely as Putin, but Putin is it's Russia first, no matter what. Yeah. And you, you can't, you have to respect. I think what I hear from what you're saying, you have to respect a leader that loves his own country because right. at this point apparently that's a rare thing. Well, not only that, he's brilliant because he started off KGB and now he has reinstituted in Russia the position of a czar without yeah. actually getting people to realize that he's czar. Yeah. Right? The man he's how, a soft he's, tyrant. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is a soft tyrant who loves his country. He's not now. Stalin running around killing people, right? It, so it's just selective people. Just selectively, right? And if he does, nobody knows about it because he's czar now, right? Ma mass so, murder. Right, just, exactly. So just has assassins on the page. I just check myself. I'm I'm <laughs> always the kind of person that if I realize there's a potential bias there, I I just don't say anything. So when I hear poking Putin, I just sort of step back and go, you know what? don't think that's a really good idea because I know enough. And I think I know enough about Putin's personality. Uh, he ain't the guy on the playground. You want to be poking. Cause no, Cause somebody like Biden and his ilk, you know, make all these threats and talk tough and try to look tough. But if Putin makes a threat, you can you probably guarantee he's going to follow through. Walk softly and carry a big stick. Yeah. That's Putin. He's the guy that's not going to say anything. He's just going right. to pick up the stick and bash you in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Or somebody else will do it. For now, him. now we're going to be, just, yeah, we're going to be verified Russian yeah, colluders. Now you, See, you're in love with Putin, blah, blah, blah. But you know, I'm not in love with Putin, but I do know the man's personality. And I'm always thinking, you know, you might be able to put poke on cause He's not, or Kim, which is actually his last name. I know we yeah. don't understand the Asian culture, but it's Kim. You might be able to poke, poke him. You might be able to poke at China because yeah. they've got a, in, a, and, a and financial. We... But Russia has no attachment to us. And Putin, this is the bottom line. Putin has no attachment to anyone but Russia. Right. And they're ready. They and I think so we said sustaining. They're ready to cut ties I with think anybody. To be so. very clear. And we said he's a tyrant. Like yeah. you wouldn't want to live there no. and, and expect you're going to enjoy freedom. Right. No. Putin is not no. about liberty. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. You, no, 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 no. There's no free speech. There's no freedom of religion. No. It's not that. It's just the fact the difference between apparently American politicians and a guy like that. He's got a backbone. He's got some steel to him. Yeah. Right or wrong. Mostly wrong. But it's just why? Why would you? Why would these pretend tough guys like Biden? you know, tr try to start stuff like that. What is the point? Like, what is, first off, I don't know. I, I don't get. Okay, so Putin is on not. On the surface of Putin it. What's is, the calculation? Let's just be, you know, true foreign policy here. Putin is not is not Gorbachev. No, no. He but, is not Gorbachev. I guarantee you Putin was not happy with Gorbachev. Yeah. So. Well, it's KGB. He's still KGB at, at his core. 
Well, I think know. Putin was KGB before he was KGB. That's just who he was. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, that's just so no friend to liberty. But, no, absolutely not. You know, he's I don't know. It, it's just insane. But it but it to me, it follows the script. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you you got to have good guy, bad guy. They want to continue to promote war on every front. Biden and this crowd, I'll say it again. They are they are deep in the pocket mm -hmm. of the military industrial warmongers. Right. And that's what it seems like every turn they make on the domestic side. It's this, you know, total control surveillance system. Use the boogeyman of of uh, of, of a virus to promote this, the socialist new world order. And then on the uh, foreign side, you just have mm -hmm. their promoting war in every possible place they could have war. So it's just totally the globalist agenda uh, coming and going. Mm -hmm. That's what they're all about. Mm -hmm. That's this administration. That is their script. The, these guys, Harris and Biden and any of these people you name, they're not leaders. None of them are the leaders. They're not leading this. All of these people are puppets to the warmongering globalist who place biden and harris at all to carry out their agenda and so this is Enter this is what this is all about william burns right so you got to have your cia up and burns. running like a well-oiled machine to carry out your nefarious agenda which is the only purpose ever let's just be clear the only purpose for the cia ever is to carry out nefarious activity the globalist whether it be agenda. in the globalist agenda, regardless of its whether it's foreign or domestic. You got a little information from, from for its, us on Burns? From its birth. Tell us about Burns. Oh, uh, was ambassador get? to Jordan, um, Secretary of State, Near East Foreign Affairs, ambassador uh, to Russia. Um, so he's been he's been in you know, he's typical swamp rat. Like he's been in um, government in these posts since the eighties, since the eighties Yeah, was an army major general deputy assistant secretary of state for arms control. Check this out. I'm Russian. Trust me guys in Russia. Now more freedom than here in the United States. Yeah. We had, we had, uh, we had uh, Olga. Mm -hmm. Remember? Oh, sorry guys. We had Olga. Yeah, on. and in many cases, that's true. We had old. We remember the the Russian lady that we had on last month. I think Olga was telling us that she can't believe what she's seeing in America because it's what she left in Russia. And she said, looking back, it seems better in Russia. That's what she said. She said Russia is now moving towards a more liberty kind of thing, while America is crashing in the opposite direction. This is from a Russian woman who left Russia because of communism. So he's been in the Foreign Service since 1982. So he's a longtime deep stater from way back. What were his intelligence? He was just, a, was he ever in intelligence? He was ambassadors, which give them some kind of intelligence. He was a spy. I mean, yeah. you can look at, you can look at the resume and tell who was pulling his strings. You yeah. look at where he was positioned. So suppose this is the thing when you have all these so-called state department officials uh, in the foreign the service National posted, Security yeah, Council. posted yeah. in Russia and the former Soviet Union, all this sort of stuff. You're they're nothing but a spy. The guy was a spy. So he's been a deep state apparatchik for, mm -hmm. you know, his whole adult life.
Can I just say something? Because I translation wanna... globalist yeah. puppet for the globalist cabal. Here's the thing that really bothers me, and maybe this is where the more libertarian side of me comes out. But I did an article several years ago about how government leaders declare war, but but men fight and die. And this is the thing that really gets me. And you can talk, we can talk about how Biden poking Putin and Putin would, would kill, you know, would crush Biden. Uh, no, as, as fun, as funny as it is to sort of think about the UFC fight between Biden and Putin, that's not happening, right guys? It's not a war between Biden and Putin. It would be a war between Russian men and women and American men and women sent to fight because we have idiots that don't know any diplomacy and their only purpose is to make money off of war and the death of our people. Our people are nothing more than those little figures on a game board to the military complex who are trillionaires who make money off of sending our men and women off to fight th for their profit. So we can talk about how, hey, guess what? Biden, Biden and Putin and, you know, that's kind of amusing. But the bottom line is this. When Biden is poking people it's uh, and, and foreign leaders, what he's saying is lives of American men and women me diddly squat to me. I want to poke and start a war so my cronies can get enriched as long as I'm in office. And that's the bottom line. So it's just, I'm, I'm, I am not even going to apologize for this rant because as a veteran, as a disabled veteran, I became, I joined the military. I worked for the military before I joined the military, volunteered for the military because I love my country, because I love the men and women who love our country. That's, that's why I was there. But to turn around now and start talking about war again? No, no, no. That's not patriotism, America. We are not being patriotic when we have idiots in administrations that go pick fights that they and their children will never have to fight in. On behalf of central bankers on behalf of central bankers and this is chris ann hall and i approve this message so guess what these people no one in the biden family will ever have to fight nobody in the harris family will ever have to fight and nobody in the putin family will ever have to fight they will send off people under the guise of patriotism and love for their country to give their lives for bankers. Sorry, that's just the truth. Facts. And if you don't like it, then on you. No, facts. You know, and, and the wars do, they break down borders, which destroys national cohesion right. in order to promote a one world government, right? If you, mm -hmm. if you break down national cohesion or nationalism, if you will, then 
it's the whole open borders, one big globe and, you know, okay, we need a global government. Uh, and then the other thing is it makes them rich. They make trillions and they call the herd. So it's a way to call the herd, make money at the same time, and then push the globalist and, and agenda. There are property. other things that they do. Seize, seize property. property. Seize um, property. I mean, I one thing was fascinating to me, and you know, growing things has been my hobby for many, many years. And I started looking at um, uh, what, what were they called? The, the, the seeds. People would go around and get these sort of endangered seeds. And I started looking at these sort of rare seeds and whatnot and, and learning about how they did all that. And I, I discovered, uh, you know, they'll go in the military industrial complex, the globalists uh, push these wars, they go in and bomb the crap out of a country, destroy all of the indigenous agriculture, the na you know, native plants, crops and things like that. And then their big GMO corporations come in and sell all their GMO seeds to this country and and get their uh, uh, foothold in there. So, so many things like that. You see the defense contract all these defense contractors that move in and do all this stuff and then the same people that are the defense contractors get the construction contracts to rebuild whatever they've just destroyed i mean it's a massive massive transfer of wealth money making yep. machine money laundering project all around the planet mm -hmm. uh and it it's 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 absolutely wicked every i'm telling you here's the crazy thing you start studying who these people are, what their right. agenda is. Every single war that we've been in, nearly every war you can look at, was part of the script, yep. part of the plan. We've been used. And so, like you said, so many inner city, poor, you know, are sent in to fight their wars. And so then to you, die for their cause. And, he, and it's a Republican agenda as well as a Democrat agenda. Otherwise, this guy would have never been no. confirmed. Oh, my goodness. The one thing that is bipartisan in Washington, D.C. Yes. is war. War. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which tells you that's the number one agenda. That is, that is the number one tool right. of the central banks to push their agenda. And it's the number one thing that our legislature agrees on. So that tell, I mean, that that's getting to the heart of what this government is about. Mm -hmm. That's when you see and right. you ought to be able to know this is the real agenda. This is the real thing that's happening. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. How much would they love to see America in another global war? Many, many. Wars. If there's one thing that I truly admired about Donald Trump was his his anti-war mentality. Yeah. ready and not only ready and willing, but actually bringing people home. And here's the thing. We just want to bring it back home to you from a foundational perspective. Our founders were patently against, spoke frequently against this new America becoming involved in everybody's foreign conflicts. They actually chastised others about wanting to get involved with Great Britain as they were fighting around the globe. George Washington and, and Thomas Jefferson, one of the, the, the largest proponents to America being merchants rather than warmongers. Now they're merchants of war. Merchants of war. There you go. We've become exactly what Washington and Jefferson warned us never to be. 
And what's crazy is now the, the revisionists look back and they say, well, Washington and Jefferson were isolationists. Mm -hmm. No, they were not isolationists. Isolationists are people who don't want to have any relationship with foreign people. Washington and Jefferson both said very clearly, with all the resources, with all of the prosperity, with everything that we have in America, there's no reason for us to take sides in wars when we can be the merchants of the world. Yeah, and then they figured out war was the greatest money-making racket that they could be involved yeah. in. Well, there you go, guys. Thank you for the extra time that you have given us today. And we will be with you again tomorrow. Uh, remember, Saturday, 5 p.m. Central Time, we will be in Gulf Breeze, Florida. Go to chrisannhall.com and make sure that you, here's the website, chrisannhall.com and check out the calendar. So you can join us and be there with us. Got anything to say on the way out, JC? Peace out. Peace out. God bless you guys. See you tomorrow.